Don't want to work forever? Once you can cover your living expenses with passive income, your day job becomes optional and you reach financial independence. You then have complete control over your time, your money, and your life in general. Spark Rental founders Denny Suplee and Brian Davis, me, are here to help you build rental income, ditch your day job, and do what matters most to you. So on that note, let's jump into today's episode, which, like all of our episodes, was recorded live. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Spark Rentals Facebook Live and Podcast. Hey, guys. Um, how's everybody doing today? Hopefully good. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Tuesday. Can't even say it's hump day yet. Yeah, um, <laughs> right? It's only Tuesday. But we so, have two exciting announcements today. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, well, one is we are going to announce our prop stream winner. So I'm excited about that. That'll happen closer to the end. Okay. What else, Brian? What else do we got? Well, the other announcement is we have a free webinar tomorrow, a live webinar about seven creative financing ideas to use other people's money to build your real estate portfolio. So 1 p.m. Eastern tomorrow, 10 a.m. Pacific, we will share the link, the registration link for that webinar in the comments here. And yes. uh, bring your bring your questions. And that's actually what drove this topic today. We we're doing financing themed week, you know, other people's money all week. Right. And I, ironically, we're going to be talking about how to get a loan for an LLC owned property. And there are a bazillion questions all the time on social media about this. Um, so I think it's going to be a, a I know it's going to be a, a good topic for us all to discuss. Um, and then, yeah, last week we talked about the rising interest rates and how it's going to impact real estate investors. And there is a lot going on right now between the oh, stock yeah. market going kind of haywire, right, Brian? And <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's been a volatile 2022 in the stock market. And we're not even in that far. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so... Is anybody here, anybody watching, have you, any any of you had trouble actually um, getting a mortgage for an LLC? Or maybe perhaps don't even know where to start? Well, I, I've had trouble. <laughs> do, do I count? Like, Well, yeah, I guess. I guess. <laughs> well, hello, Julian. Welcome. Hi, Tara. All right. So nobody. So you all were able to get LLCs just like that. Can you let us know how you did this? <laughs> <laughs> all right, Brian, go ahead. Why don't you give us some? Uh, oh, here we go. Jamika doesn't know where to start, and I was told not to. Mm hmm. Okay. Well, fair enough. Um, you know, asset protection does matter as a real estate investor, but it's not the first thing that you should be focusing on. Um, when you're a new real estate investor, you want to focus on the fundamentals in the beginning. You know, things like how to find good deals on properties, how, how to calculate cash flow on rental properties, how to accurately forecast profits in flips. Um, you know, networking and building a team, you know, people like contractors, realtors, home inspectors, uh, appraisers, um, you know, lenders. And all that is important, but you do have to balance it out as well with, with asset protection. I mean. Yeah. So, you know, let's, let's just start by talking about why people do want to buy properties under an LLC or under a different legal entity. 
And the reason is if you get sued as a real estate investor, and I say if, but you know, if you're in this game long enough, it's really more a matter of when, um, because you're dealing with assets that are worth so much money, because tenants love to sue landlords, because neighbors love to sue each other and you know, try to score that quick win, especially if it's an investor and not a homeowner. So if you are sued as a property owner, if you own the property under your personal name, then all of your personal assets are up for grabs if you lose that lawsuit. So if someone sues you, they win, they get a money judgment against you, then they can go after not just that property, but they can also right. go after your car, your home, your retirement accounts, theoretically, um, all of your and if, personal if assets. if the um, amount is high enough, they can go after any other businesses that, that That's you right. own in your name. Right, other businesses. And they can also uh, garnish your wages, um, you know, again, even unrelated to that property. So you're, if you have a W-2 job, uh, they can essentially garnish your wages with your employer. So you, that's, that's why people don't want to own investment properties under their own personal name. They want to buy them under a legal entity such as an LLC. So that all makes sense. Now, that being said, when you take out a loan under an LLC name, you still have to sign a personal guarantee with the lender. So if you default on your mortgage loan, even if it's under an LLC name, the lender can still come after you personally. <laughs> you, you sign a personal guarantee of that mortgage loan. So right off the bat, you know we want to dispel that myth that if you buy a property under an LLC and you take the loan out under the LLC name, that you can default on that loan and the lender can't come after you. That is not true. The lender can always come after your personal assets if you default and if the lender loses money after foreclosing on you. So just get that out of the way, you know, right off the bat. Um, Absolutely. But if you do it right, if you, if you buy a property under an LLC name or some other legal entity and you keep all of your business assets completely separate from your personal assets and then someone sues you and names both the LLC and you personally in the lawsuit, you can then go to the judge and say, I've been named personally in this suit, but I should not have been because I own this property under a business entity and I keep all of my finances completely separate. I run this as a business. So my personal name, I should be excluded from this lawsuit. I should be removed. And you from did lawsuit. hear Brian say that twice. So I just want to, that's really important is to keep the assets away from your personal assets because if you don't, that can bring a, a whole new wave of problems. Right. So it's called commingling uh, if you mix your personal assets and your business assets. And if the judge sees that you have commingled assets, then when you go to the judge and, and ask to be excluded from the lawsuit, the judge can say no if they see that you have commingled funds. So uh, some people think that all they have to do is set up the LLC and <laughs> buy the property in the That's LLC it. name. We're done. And then they're done. That is not true. You actually do have to keep your finances completely separate. All right. Moving on, let's talk about options for loans when you own properties under an LLC name. Now, technically conventional mortgage lenders do have a few loan programs that do allow LLC names. They don't like doing it. <laughs> they have very strict rules about lending to LLCs. Um, you know, like we talked about, they do still require a personal guarantee, although all lenders do that. Why um, do you think? I mean, if they have a, a personal guarantor, why do you think that it is so tough for them 
just uh, they're just not designed for it. So um, conventional loans they follow loan guidelines issued by either Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac, and okay. those those quasi government institutions were expressly designed to create homeowner mortgage programs. Um, and the entire system by which lenders, conventional lenders, uh, package and sell loans uh, is, is, again, it's designed around those, you know, Freddie, Freddie Mac and, and Fannie Mae, uh, who were themselves designed around homeowner loans. So the whole system is just designed for homeowners. Um, it's not designed for investors. So you can find a, you know, some of these programs occasionally, but they're really not designed for investors the whole system is not really designed for investors they're slow they're clunky you know it can take 60 days to close a conventional loan for for the average investor that's way too slow um, and here's the big problem is that conventional lenders always report to the credit bureaus even if you take out the loan in your personal name and you know as we're going to discuss in the webinar tomorrow the big speed bump or, or the big uh, gate uh, blocking your progress with conventional loans is that most loan programs only allow you to have four mortgages right. reporting on your credit report. So the fact that even when you take out a loan as an LLC, a conventional mortgage, and they still report to the credit bureaus, that still counts towards your cap of, of four mortgages. And your personal residence is also included in that cap of four. So um, wow. now what some people do is they buy a property under their personal name. These are investors we're talking about here. They buy a property in their personal name. They take out the mortgage loan in their personal name, um, a conventional mortgage loan, because that is easier than taking it out as, as an LLC. Uh, and then what they do is they transfer the ownership of the property to an LLC. Like they quit claim deed the, the ownership of the property from their personal name to an LLC name. Now the risk when you do that is that the lender, if they find out that you transferred ownership of the property, they can call your loan and, and require that you pay back all $300,000 or whatever of it within <laughs> the next 30 days. So that's, that's a risk. <laughs> um, have you seen that happen or have you heard of that happen? Of, of lenders calling the loan because of that? Yes. Um, it hasn't happened to me in the early, I, I did this with one property back very early on in my real estate investing career. I, I've transferred ownership of the property. Actually, did I? I don't even remember. <laughs> it was so long ago. <laughs> um, I, you know, I don't think I ever actually legally moved ownership. Um, I, I haven't heard of a lot of investors complaining of this. It does happen occasionally. It is a risk. Um, and yeah, and you have to then go in and quit claim deed the property over and, um, yeah, it, it's a risk. And, and keep in mind that the the more digitized that legal records become, the easier it is yeah. for lenders to discover that you've done this. You know, back in the yeah. day when this was all just hap happening in paper records in the courthouse, um, you know, lenders weren't likely to discover this stuff. But you know, the world especially just gets if you day. were paying, you know, you're paying your mortgage on time and there was no issues. They had no reason to even look into that. But you're right now. Um, everybody knows everything. So exactly. It's not like you can. Yeah. And these these public ownership records, they're all online now. So lenders in an in instant can discover that. <laughs> so. All right. Let's move on from away from conventional mortgage lenders because they're really not a great fit for this. You can technically do it, but it's not a great fit. So community banks and credit unions, also a possibility. Um, 
but again, these are these are small lenders, so it's case by case. You're, you're going to have to pick up the phone 30 times and call up every regional bank or community bank in your market, yep. every local credit union. Um, you're going to have to talk to 30 different banks. Um, now, these can be good lenders with good loan programs. They usually keep these loans on their own books, so they're typically more flexible. Um, credit unions tend to have lower um, interest rates. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, they are an option. It requires a little more um, doing on your part, even if you have to actually call up all these different uh, local banks, but they are a viable option for this. Some of them do lend to LLCs. Um, Christina has, um, she made an interesting comment and it's um, true that um, you do have to be careful with insurance if if you do the transfer into your own name or, or whatnot. Um, so yes, good point, Christina. Yeah. Absolutely, because the uh, you theoretically should take out a different um, insurance policy if you change the ownership. But if you take out a different insurance policy, you have to notify your lender because the lender has to appear as the mortgagor on the insurance policy. So that's a great point, Christina. That that is a, a pitfall, and it's it's a way that some investors get found out by their lender. Um, now, Julian, who, by the way, Julian is a, uh, a partner with us on a co-investing deal, uh, in case you guys didn't know. Um, <laughs> so we, we know Julian well. Um, he says, that's the extent I have gotten in in this thought exercise. Um, lender will lend to an LLC with a guarantee or co-signer by me. Um, he says, a lot of what I've seen or read with asset protection is keeping your name out of public records. Um, so, you know, one thing, Julian, that, that my old boss used to do, he was a little bit of a shady character, <laughs> but <laughs> so he would open an LLC under, that was just named after him personally. So um, it was like, you know, John M. Smith LLC in the, in the hopes that the lender would just not notice, even if they did look it up in the public records, that it would still kind of look like his name, even though it had an LLC at the end. Um, anyway, so uh, he says, if the deed and the note are in the name of the LLC, will your name as guarantor show up in public records? Um, yeah, so when you sign the mortgage note uh, or the deed of trust, um, the, the, there's a clause in there um, that you are signing personally as well. Uh, and and that that note or, um, or deed of trust, those, um, those do, or I guess it's the note or the more, Anyway, <laughs> uh, those documents are public record. So um, right, and to be honest with you, what he what you were saying is, um, will it keep your name out of public records? Well, obviously the trust name will be in the public records, but if somebody is suing you, it is very easy to find out who owns an LLC, and, and even easier for an attorney. So it's not really going to help there. Yeah, because someone's name has to appear as the uh, the owner of the LLC, right? Um, and you need to have a resident agent and, you know, you can pay someone else to be a resident agent, but it's not going to prevent you from being sued. Um, it, it is, it's all public record. So uh, you can't, you can't hide your identity behind that, I guess is, is the point. Um, all right. So what about portfolio lenders? So uh, portfolio lenders keep mortgage loans on their own books. They don't bundle and sell them the way that conventional mortgage lenders do. Um, so there's, they are more than happy to lend to LLCs. There is a whole crop of uh, online portfolio lenders nowadays, and we're, we are partnered with a bunch of those lenders. They're great. Um, they 
And they actually, not only are they just as happy to lend to LLCs as they are to individuals, but the more experience you have as an investor, the, the lower your interest rate, the lower your points. So they, they prefer working with experienced real estate investors. They are very familiar with lending to LLCs. Uh, they tend to close pretty quickly, usually between um, two weeks and a month. And, uh, and they don't report to the credit bureaus either. Uh, they do pull your credit. So you, you, know, you do need to have good credit, uh, but they don't report your uh, monthly payments to the credit bureaus. So these loans don't count toward your four conventional uh, loan limit. Right. Um, hard money lenders, same deal. In fact, most uh, or many hard money lenders are also long-term portfolio lenders. And you know, we'll talk more about the difference between them tomorrow, but uh, they're often two sides of the same coin. Um, I also put a link um, all about investment property loans in the chat. So if you want to learn more, you can always check that out as well. Yeah, and they, they have on that page, there are comparison charts for a bunch of different portfolio lenders, um, hard money lenders, you know, interest rates that they charge, the points that they charge, the minimum credit score that they require. Uh, it's a great resource. Um, yes. And Julian says, some people out there try to sell the idea that you can hide your identity. Um, it's hard to do. I mean, you know, there's a reason like the, the mob can, you know, they, they do that. And they still get found out eventually, right? <laughs> like, it's really hard to hide your Completely. identity. Especially nowadays. It's, yeah. I mean, maybe back in the day, it was a little bit easier. But it's nowadays, records. Yeah. oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. And mom and pop real estate investors don't have access to, you know, overseas shell corporations and the kind of stuff that billionaires can do. Like, that stuff's just kind of out of reach for for us, the the better way of going about this is just keeping your uh, your personal finances completely separate from your business finances, not commingling funds, so that when someone does sue you uh, and name you personally in the lawsuit, you just walk up to the judge and say, "I should not be listed in this lawsuit personally." You know, he, here are my um, my bank records for my my personal bank accounts, and here are my bank records for my uh, business bank accounts. They are completely separate please ex exclude me from this lawsuit. And then they will, assuming that- um, As you're begging, please. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. Denny, is there anything so, else? Oh, we gotta, we gotta draw the winner for the props. Six well, yeah, but I do wanna remind everybody, I'm gonna put a link for the webinar. So if you haven't joined up, yeah. come on. And it's gonna be interactive. You get to ask questions, it's gonna be great. So um, the link is in the chat and yes, um tara is gonna let me know who the winner is she wow oh, is the winner yay tim you did it <laughs> <laughs> so tim dooley's a regular around here um we've we've worked with tim uh he's he's done like usability tests for us before great guy um and he has entered in a lot of these <laughs> everyone uh, i think a lot of these sweepstakes <laughs> all these giveaways that we do uh particularly for prop stream so i'm really glad that that tim won this one um <laughs> drum roll <laughs> yeah so tim congratulations super Absolutely. excited to uh, have you be the winner for this one um so and we have another one of those three... that were sorry yeah we are going to be drawing another six month sweepstakes in uh what next month is that what we're doing i can't i don't remember but you have, soon. To, ask, you have <laughs> to ask tara that <laughs> yeah tara keeps track of the these giveaways for us um so yeah, we, we do have a second six-month subscription to PropStream that we, we will be giving away soon. Um, 
In the meantime, Tim gets a free six months account with PropStream. It's an awesome platform. We use it ourselves. Um, it's our favorite platform for finding distressed properties, you know, foreclosures, tax liens, um, what uh, divorces, you know, people, distressed sellers who really need to sell quickly and are going to potentially be open to a lowball offer. So, right. uh, and Christina says the next one is mine. Uh, <laughs> well, keep putting Christ that out there, Christina. That's We're right. going to get that to you. <laughs> and Christina's another regular around here, so we hope we hope that she uh, comes away with one of these soon as well. All right. On that note, we'll see you guys tomorrow at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific for the the live webinar: Seven Creative Financing Ideas to fund your next deal with other people's money. Uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. It's going to be a really fun webinar. Absolutely. It's going to be a faster webinar than usual. Um, this one will probably be 45 minutes, an hour total. There was no sales pitch at all in this webinar. It's just nothing but informative content. So uh, uh, Julian says, thanks. Uh, thank you guys. We will uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow at 1 p.m. Eastern. Absolutely. Have, Have a great a rest one. of your Tuesday. That's right. Bye. Bye. Did you know we offer a free eight video course on how to reach financial independence with real estate? It's super bingeable with each video around 10 minutes long, but packed with information. Visit sparkrental.com slash learn for instant access. And please don't forget to rate and review our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. Thanks for joining us. And we will catch you on the flip side.